this is a psalm that one could meditate on for hours. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Today, our reading is Psalms 21 through 23, and I'm calling the episode a short one. The last couple of episodes have been on the long side, so today will be pretty short. But as always, after reading, I'll have some comments about what we've read, and we'll do our On This Day in Church History segment. So, let's get going. Psalm chapter 21 The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire, and have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. For you meet him with the blessings of goodness. You set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life from you, and you gave it to him length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in your salvation, honor and majesty you have placed upon him. For you have made him most blessed forever. You have made him exceedingly glad with your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High he shall not be moved. Your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will find those who hate you. You shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Their offspring you shall destroy from the earth, and their descendants from among the sons of men. For they intended evil against you. They devised a plot which they are not able to perform. Therefore you will make them turn their back. You will make ready your arrows on your string toward their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. Psalms chapter 22 My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away from helping me, so far away from the words of my groaning? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. Also at night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted you. They trusted, and you rescued them. They cried to you and were saved. They trusted you and were never disappointed. Yet I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned by humanity and despised by people. All who see me make fun of me. Insults pour from their mouths. They shake their heads and say, Put yourself in the Lord's hands. Let the Lord save him. Let God rescue him since he is pleased with him. Indeed, you were the one who brought me out of the womb the one who made me feel safe at my mother's breasts. I was placed in your care from birth. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be so far away from me. Trouble is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls from Bashan have encircled me. They have opened their mouths to attack me like ferocious roaring lions. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like pieces of broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me down in the dust of death. Dogs have surrounded me. A mob has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. People stare. They gloat over me. 
They divide my clothes among themselves. They throw dice for my clothing. Do not be so far away, O Lord. Come quickly to help me, O my strength. Rescue my soul from the sword, my life from vicious dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion and from the horns of wild oxen. You have answered me. I will tell my people about your name. I will praise you within the congregation. All who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. The Lord has not despised or been disgusted with the plight of the oppressed one. He has not hidden his face from that person. The Lord heard when that oppressed person cried out to him for help. My praise comes from you while I am among those assembled for worship. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who fear the Lord. Oppressed people will eat until they are full. Those who look to the Lord will praise Him. May you live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and return to the Lord. All the families from all the nations will worship you because the kingdom belongs to the Lord and He rules the nations. All prosperous people on earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will kneel in front of Him, even those who are barely alive. There will be descendants who serve Him, a generation that will be told about the Lord. They will tell people yet to be born about His righteousness, that He has finished it. The 23rd Psalm The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, did the opening sentence of chapter 22 sound familiar to you? My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? You might have thought about Jesus on the cross when he said those words. And as you listen to the chapter, you might have thought that this might be a prophetic book. Well, interestingly, scholars through the centuries have differed on this point. Some have said that this is just a psalm by and about King David, and others have said that this is all about Jesus. And others say it's primarily about David, but also in a secondary role about Jesus. So since there's not a consensus, I don't think we can get dogmatic about it, right? There certainly seems to be several images of Jesus, but some parts don't seem to apply as much. So my advice is to just read the psalm and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what he wants you to see. Oh, and I guess maybe we should mention Psalm 23. That one's not too bad, is it? Obviously, this is probably in the running for the most quoted portion in the entire Bible, the other being the Lord's Prayer. I love the 23rd Psalm because it's so comforting, don't you think? And today I'm not going to do a deconstruction of it here, but this is a psalm that one could meditate on for hours, for days, for a lifetime. I've been a believer since I was a teenager, and I had a birthday several weeks ago when I turned well, let's just say I'm collecting Social Security now, and I have been for some time. And yes, after all these years, I still do love spending time with the 23rd Psalm. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit inspired David to write it down for us. I'd love to hear what you think. 
write to me at steve at lifespringmedia.com, leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode, or go to comments.lifespringmedia.com and comment there. Tomorrow's reading will be Job 15 and 16. Hey, how did you find the show? Did a friend tell you? Did you hear about it on another podcast? Email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com and let me know. Use the subject line, here's where I found you. Steve at lifespringmedia.com, subject line, here's where I found you. Thanks. This day in church history, October 20th, 1632. Christopher Wren was born. He was an English church architect and astronomer who proposed the plan for rebuilding London after the Great Fire of 1666. You remember that one, don't you? Wren designed more than 50 London churches, including St. Paul's Cathedral. No, not Paul McCartney. Okay, I'm in one of those moods today. Uh, This date in church history, 1870. With the outbreak of the Franco-Prussian War, the Vatican I Ecumenical Council in Rome ended before all the business at hand could be completed. And when Italian troops took Rome, the council was suspended, but never formally brought to a close. Maybe somebody should bring the gavel down on that now. I just want to say thanks to those of you that are faithful with your giving, either through streaming sats and boosting or with dollars. Without you, the show truly can't go on seven days a week. I thank God for you. And if you've not yet donated, please consider it. If you receive value from the show, return a portion. Check out the details at support.lifespringmedia.com. Thank you. I appreciate it. Boost! Boost represents the future of podcasting! By the time you get this, if you have uh, subscribed to the newsletter, it should be in your inbox. If you haven't seen it, check your spam folder. I include in the newsletter the coming week's reading schedule, so if you want to read ahead and perhaps do your own study and maybe send a question ahead of time, you can. Plus, there's always a little something extra in it that you don't get on the podcast. If you'd like to sign up for it, go to news.lifespringmedia.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you'd like to comment on the show, you can. Just go to the show notes page for this episode or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or go to comment.lifespringmedia.com and comment there. I know this has been a sort of an abbreviated show today, but after the last couple of episodes, I kind of needed a rest. So I hope that's okay with you. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Bye.